What's good, Internet? Welcome to session 124 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host and Comic Sans enthusiast, Alex Arona. It's the best font, and everybody knows it. With me this week is Human Calibri font, Joel DeWitt. What's good, Joel? Order is good, Alex. Nice 11-point font. Get your Comic Sans out of here, please and thank you. No can do, buddy. Looks like we're running low on hosts this week. Well, uh, can we can we add Kevin Hartwig this week? You want to call? Kevin? Ladies and Joel, let me introduce Kevin Hartwig. Uh, yeah, they called me. They're short, and I am the wingdings of Super GG Radio hosts. So uh, nobody's really sure what's happening when I'm around. That's facts. That's just factual. Yeah, that's pretty good. This week, we embrace our cute parasite and early adopters, go 1.0 in the news, and then deal out another dose of frog fractions in the backlog blog. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and shut up and buck up, Joel. Let's roll. That was unnecessary. Who writes this stuff? <laughs> Joel, buck up and drive. That's right. We played buck up and drive. It is a pixely throwback to things like cruising usa but with with some slight variations joel what did you think of buck up and drive uh yeah i got outrun vibes from it right it, it is that kind of like persistent track motion where you're having this track sort of just swerve left and right uh there is a little bit of difference though so in this game, you have a lot more control and agency between left and right, right? And there's also a uh, drift. You can actually drift uh, kind of akin to Mario Kart, where if you hold that drift long enough, you flash blue and then you can do a boost from it. Yeah. And then there are also booster pads and uh, little ramps. Uh, do, you, do you guys do any of the tricks on the ramps? I did, like, what kick, the, what equates to kickflips. My car spun. Yes. Yeah, I, don't, I never figured out the actual input, but when I hit the air, I hit basically all the buttons, and I <laughs> did all sorts of crazy flips. Like, you can oh, you I can like extend that. that thing to where you're just bouncing off the, the road a couple extra times while you're going on there. It's, it's really, really silly. Add to the fun of that, there are guardrails that you can just straight up grind like a skateboard. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's news what, to me. That's what I thought was also very funny, is that if you hit a ramp... And then land on the rails. You're just grinding. It's, it makes you go faster. Mm-hmm. It's it's very funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah. is this the new Skater XL for the community, or um, it, <laughs> um, it's more of a session? But uh, <laughs> right, it's definitely a lot more fun that way than just a you know a classic driver. I think though, Joel, I I, I would. I, mean, I like the music, but I think I would like a little bit more zany. Like, what do you think we could do to add a little bit of zaniness to Buck Up and Drive? Mm, I I think. Uh, horns like some horn buttons and, and then have it be like modifiable so maybe maybe it could be like animal crossing where you can actually choose the tone of the horn and like the the noise progression on that uh maybe we can they already have they already have uh fire details mm-hmm. so they already hit that button uh guest cars let's let me drive a sweet tooth from uh, twisted metal that are you know you know why, why, all the indie games guest star in each other. Give me a uh, a shovel knight car. He's in everything. <laughs> what would a shovel knight car look like? Uh, would it would it just be a tank? Hmm. Or would it be a PT cruiser? Hmm. hmm. Maybe a Hummer. 
you think Shovel Knight would drive a Hummer? Yeah, he's kind of bulky and uh, unwieldy, right? He, I mean, is it is it is it not like a caterpillar, like a like a giant shovel truck? Oh, okay. Mm, you know, like a construction truck with like a scooper. Oh, on like, it. Yeah. oh like a loader. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yes. he should drive a loader. Absolutely. <laughs> that's just that. Sorry, that just makes the most sense. To me. It, it has to go super slow, and like when it goes over the ramp, he doesn't even fly. It just tips over and goes on the ground. <laughs> it's perfect. There yes. we go. Now, if you would like to tell us what kind of car Shovel Knight would drive. Go to mail at superdgradio.com. But uh, to continue to get back to buck up and drive, I you know, I think I would like to see um, maybe like a loop. Give me a little loop, like a loop-to-loop. Or mm-hmm. like make the tracks a little bit, you know, just a little bit off. Maybe throw like a, like a paper boy on the side or something. You know, just really kind of make it a little bit more surreal. I think that'd be cool. Or even make it like a little bit dark all of a sudden like... Uh, a grim reaper starts following you or just something else like all of a sudden supernatural comes out of nowhere when in like in this realistic art style world hmm. i i think that's death's door bleeding into this beta i really was just playing that five seconds ago. <laughs> i uh i am i think i'm near the end <laughs> yeah i really i really want to finish that game uh did you guys play the other mode because there was two modes on this demo there was the general like drive and try to score points to before the timer goes out. Then there was like a battle mode. I did not get the chance to play the battle mode. What t- did it, it, did you play it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, tell me about so, it. So, uh, of course, it's all CPU mm-hmm. versus you, but it's basically like you versus the CPU, mm-hmm. and it's an endless track. Cool. Like a wide endless track, and each each of you has a life bar. And just the point is to hit each other until one of your guys' life bar goes out. So, like, you're driving... But, like, it's not, like, a natural swerve left or right. It's more like uh, grid tiles. So, like, you'll pull right, and it'll move, like, one space to the right. And then if you're next to them, it'll, like, do, like, the grinding against each other kind of thing. But it won't do damage. You have to, like... Make your car jump and flip over to hit the car next to you <laughs> to wow. do damage. Uh, I, yeah, I want to visit this myself. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you should experience it. It's like yeah. with how short this demo is, and that, that's the thing that worth noting too is that the demo is very short, but uh, it gives you just enough flavor to really understand what they're going for. Uh, but this this side mode, it is just. Uh, kind of like the tricks i never truly figured out the inputs of how to do the actual attacks so once again like i did nuts to him i just like start button mashing and it's just all of a sudden like cars sort of floating up and then just diving down like it's <laughs> like a uh some sort of hawk trying to catch a prey <laughs> that's very cool it's a wonderful, wonderful. Uh-huh. it's it's really really silly and i that's one of those things where like i agree with you alex they should amp up the silliness uh, just because they're already almost there, <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I do like what they're working with. I, I think I'd like to see more tracks of what they're working on, just to get an idea of like how much diversity in the levels and stuff they can get. Because right now it is very, very uh, that sort of classic racer with uh, some silly twists, and uh, I could see it being a really fun thing if they had enough fleshed out. I completely agree. And, I, you know, again, I'd like to see a little bit more of it. So, well, everyone should uh, keep an eye out for Buck Up and Drive. Uh, our next game is, uh, I don't want to say, I don't, I I don't want to say what it's inspired by, but, I mean, 
it's pretty it's pretty obvious uh, we played a game called parasite parasite is a 2d oh i want to say dark soulsian style game with stamina and deliberate attacks but it's kind of stick figure in art style but it really does feel a lot like it's undertale uh yeah hartwig tell me a little bit about yeah. parasite well um Boy, I'm not really sure what exact because you know I played it for about 15 minutes mm-hmm. and I really like soaked it in because immediately the just the visuals and the music really drew my attention, um, <clears throat> and then it just was it sort of like stayed weird. Yeah, uh, and and that corner that kept me hooked enough. For the time that I was playing, that even though I was not, you know, like I, I like listened to the whole story about what happened. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I had a, I had a wonderful time. I think is the most important detail, right? <laughs> with any, with any video game or entertainment experience, like at the end of it, how do you feel about your time spent? And I, 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 I felt very happy. While I was in this, even for the brief time that I was there, uh, and the uncertainty, exactly. Even just, like, the attacks had great, like, art attached to them, um, which I, that's why I didn't really know what was going on, because I was just jumping around and shooting stuff, just enjoying the, you know, all the little bits. Um, so it was very stimulating, and, and I... I mean, I have no idea where it could possibly go from there. Like, if it maintain <laughs> if it maintains any sort of like, um, like bones of like Undertale, uh, you know, it, you guys know, like it could go anywhere. That's so. That, so the that's kind of the thing I, I I felt about it, and it's parasite para p a r a, but s i g h t, like you're seeing something, parasite. Um, I kind of felt like there there was a. There was a, uh, I want to say like a guide that was get, running you through the tutorial, but he was uh, very unnerving and kind of made me uncomfortable like that was the villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that's kind of what makes it kind of undertale though, is, is the, the dialogue from the start is that kind of like... Okay, I'm Half I'm your friend you. here, but I'm going to say a disturbing thing here from time to time and throw yep. you off your guard and make you unaware of or unsure of like what my intentions are in all this. And they even uh So like going back to the start, Hartwood, like you mentioned the whole like you can they let you choose whether or not you want to hear the story. And if you choose yes, you're sitting there for like two or three minutes straight. <laughs> it, no now listen, it told you it, it was like, if you choose yes, it could last between 240 and 260 seconds. Yes. It said that in the game. I was like, I'm, I'm here. For, this is what I'm spending most of my demo time mm-hmm. doing then, is watching this. And I, you know what? Like I said, wonderful time. It, it was interesting. Like, the, he, he or she, whoever made this, like, spun a narrative web. <laughs> and, and it was interesting. The, the funny thing is, I... So I first tried to play this on my laptop because my first test is like, do I need to sit at my desk or not to play this stuff? Uh, 
the game runs on a laptop fine, but like the movement is keyboards and then the attacks are the mouse and you know, don't figure using the touchpad's not gonna work very well. Forget it. So the first no. time I did do all of the dialogue to that, if you choose no, it just kinda scolds you a little bit <laughs> for for not being willing to sit through and, and listen to the story. But then at the end it's just like, Okay, have fun. <laughs> that's that's one of the funny things about the dialogue is that like it gets into that weird disturbing stuff and then it gets really chipper all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But it shifts. But uh, the game play itself, you play as a sort of... Oh, another thing. Like, you start the game, and then you get to a start screen as if it's a different game. And then they have you choose a save file. Uh, did you try to choose the first or second save file, and then it wouldn't let you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. thought, I thought... I was like, oh my god, they really are going for it. So, I... I but then, once that happened for me, Joel, you're right. Once that happened, I was like, I'm in. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's that that little little hue of weirdness, right? Just just a little bit of like, okay, I'm gonna mess with you a little bit. Uh, the the whole way they frame it is like you are being reborn in, into some character, uh, which I don't know if that means that like there's a narrative pull there, or if it's more like this is going to be a road to light. <laughs> They're using that as the the conceit for it, but uh, you play as a little like black cube thing and I, I don't know did you guys choose a wizard or a warrior warrior i picked I, oh i picked wizard 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 okay <laughs> so so okay here's my question that alex what was your attack like what did it look like uh it was just me, me singing swinging my sword that's it oh that sucks dude <laughs> i could block with my <laughs> shield and i could do like a that's i could do like a charge nah. Nah, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I, I because because what I it didn't even I forgot that there were two class choices once mm-hmm. I got in there. I was like, because you were like, what class did you choose? And I was like, right. <laughs> um, I, all I did was shoot stuff out of the wand. Which is a yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like the the, the wand, it's a special charge up, so it'll kind of have like that yeah. swirly looking, like you know how they show when they're like mesmerizing people or hypnotizing people on cartoons or something it had that and it was like a charge up hmm. and you had the time you released just right to have the biggest attack impact uh actually the, the actual fighting guys i struggled with a little bit uh just because uh, number one like the tutorial quickly has you doing like three v three v one oh <laughs> in, i didn't even get that room. far yeah it, it was, was- it was it was a little tough for me as the the wizard because uh, you're having to sort of like walk around while charging this thing up. They're all charging at you, yeah. And, and when they die, they they let out a little fart noise, just Fantastic. because. <laughs> um, and I don't know how far you got, Alex, but I, I did get to the place where I think it's a castle you enter, and then there's this like big black blob monster thing yes that, that's about where i stopped at just because it, it obliterated me too many times oh see i beat him pretty easily because uh you know how they he tries to jump on your head yeah turns out that doesn't hurt oh what okay that'd be good yeah so <laughs> you're you're out of your element <laughs> yeah sorry i'm nah, um, the the let's go back let's go back to the swirly uh <laughs> shooting magic so the so the blob I'm, boss jumped on your head but he just kind of stood there so i just kind of swiped at him from a, from below and that kind of killed him mm. because again i was the warrior 
And uh, the I, I kind of that's where after I defeated him, I couldn't find where to go next, and that's kind of where I fell off. Is that I am like, oh okay. And then okay. I looked around, and I couldn't find the next spot. But I think that might have been the end. They just didn't cut it. It just kind of left me there. In general, right. I thought the blob looked very cool and uh, not 3D, but like rendered differently. The it looks almost like this game uses a lot of mixed media, so. Yeah. The character looks hand drawn and like 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 pencil almost and then everything mm. else in the background looks like it's, you know, paper craft or sometimes it looks f- weird weird 90s 3D that it's not really like it's like a smooth polygon. Yeah. Did you guys it, uh, Sorry to interrupt. Did, did you guys um like in high school on your in, in your computer lab have like this I don't remember what it was called. It was like a physics program where there was like you would set the gravity and you would create objects and create f- like force vectors that's what it reminded me of because what you would end up doing in your free period was you make a triangle and you'd attach it at a point to a rectangle and then like um it's very like rudimentary shapes but then you would like create these scenes and it felt very i don't know that was that was the vibe I got. No, we we had Oregon Trail. Yeah. Uh, number <laughs> I went, crunchers. I went, I, you know, I, I went to a really really Odell really, really down really under. So. Um, where in the USA is Carmen San Diego? We didn't have the that not, even, not even where in the world. No, is we Carmen we, San Diego? we weren't ready even... for it. We 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 are uncultured swine here, Harwood. <laughs> you should know that. My God! At least tell me you had the incredible machine. I did not have that. Absolutely <sighs> not. Oh my god, it makes me want to just buy you guys and your children versions of the incredible movie. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, Parasite. If I don't know if you guys had looked at the trailer, have you guys t- looked at any kind of like the Steam site, the Steam uh, page mm-hmm. for it? No. So it, I went in raw. So it looks like this game is is more of that vein where there are mini games where it's like. You know, you have to balance some things or like you, your character is in an eating contest and you just see a mouth and you're moving a mouth eating a sandwich against another mouth. There's a lot of like extra things that take it out of the genre into something else that kind of make it wonky and weird and crazy and psychedelic monsters with like backgrounds of just like dizzying, spinning hypnosis stuff. There's a lot, there's a lot going on in this game and that's what it, that's where I'm like, that's kind of where I, I got, I wanted to play the demos to see yeah. what it was about and right off the bat it told us that it was trying to mess with you in almost every way so i kind of want to and we only played like what 30 minutes so i'm kind of excited I, to see like what, that, how yeah. weird it i gets. would definitely i would definitely um explore it more for that exact reason because i got you know we talked a little bit about how um there were some challenges in terms of like I like the translation and some of the dialogue for this potentially but i will also say that like for me, it was, like, the music and the art paired so perfectly, like, right off the bat in terms of, like, tone that I was, like, whoever's creating this, do your thing. Like, I I want to see it. Yeah. Like, I want to yeah. see what else this is because it's, it, it's clear. And at first, I thought it was a little jokey, but, like, it's clear, like, there, there is some, there's, like, an effort to establish like a lore. Yeah. Which um, I, 
I really, as somebody who likes that kind of thing, like, I actually appreciate it. Like, oh, that, I know that guy's name came up earlier in the, I hope there's more stuff like that. I like the storytelling, and I, I, I want, I want there to be more of that. I, I suspect it has to be, right? But between that and, like, Alex mentioned, if it has, like, little mini-dame interstitial stuff throughout, that that's kind of what it needs, because this is an experience game. This, this yes. is one of those, like, I'm going to experience this once. I'll probably tell my friends about the experience and see if they want to try it. And then I'll probably never touch it again. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the kind of game <laughs> yeah. it is. So it really needs sure. to have that kind of uh, weird introspective stuff. Uh, and it needs to have that sort of, like, uh, almost um, not parodying, but kind of mimicking sort of the, some of the other best practices for these kind of games. And then it needs to ha- have a very distinct experience from it from what i saw it will and that's where i'm kind of excited yeah definitely uh but you know these two games kind of made me want to go on a road trip to the weird find some some crazy stuff let's cruise into the break uh and uh we'll be right back What's good news? You got a nice birthday cake. I don't like this, Getty. I don't. What is what? What is? Well, I, let's I'm fast sorry. forward. Let's what fast the, forward to the outro. See, I, I, I can understand like pound cake. No, as let's, a joke, let's maybe. fast forward. Oh, I like that. No, 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 no. Roll it back. <laughs> Roll it back. Hold on. Let me let me I'm try not something. Say it. You can. What's what's? Ooh, ooh. Hey, news. You got some nice pound cake, and I want a bite. I, I hate all of them. <laughs> I don't like all of them. News! We got some news this week. A uh, couple of games that we have played on Super GG Radio have gone 1.0. The reason we uh, play the you know early adopters is because we want to bring up, hype up those indies and those games that are still in development. And it's always great to see uh, some success with the ones that we played because we really enjoy them. And we pick them because we're in, we are so excited to see the prospects of what could come. And uh, games like Blightbound, Eldest Souls, and Clone Drone in the Danger Zone have all gone 1.0 this week. So congrats to all three of those games. I reviewed Eldest Souls, and it was a, a lot of fun. Boss Rush game. Tons, tons of fun. Very difficult. I remember us enjoying Blightbound. That, that's definitely one that you need multiple people to play with that's it's like a little uh like a diablo style game yes yeah and then we did that beta breakdown on clone don't grown in the danger zone i kind of wanted to focus and get that one done because i knew it was going to go 1.0 and i wanted to give that game extra promotion nailed it uh next piece of news uh blizzard is bad i don't (laughs) i don't isn't that just something that happens in the news every 18 months? No, it happened again. last week, too. Yeah. I don't... Well, yeah, listen, that, that's... that's I mean, again. <laughs> so, so like, that's that's why we've pivoted to trying to avoid the stuff. Not because it's not important, but just because it's such a perpetual problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, the gaming industry is having a real reckoning with uh, sexual harassment in the workplace, uh, gender equality in the workplace, uh, crunch in the workplace, which, like... 
you know, frankly, I don't know about you guys, but we're experiencing crunch right now where I'm working. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm not sure if that's fizzled out as much, but like the latest in this. So the, the quick timeline, because uh, I don't want to linger on this too long. There was a report saying that there is a ton of allegations of sexual harassment, and it ha- came about because there was a lawsuit filed in California for it. Later on, there was some hullabaloo about somebody internally, a vice president, basically like naysaying the allegation, saying that it's false, saying that they're going to litigate it. Uh, then the CEO, Bobby Kotick, coming out saying like that was tone deaf, we're going to do an investigation and try to handle this you know, internally. The latest report is that they are working with a law firm that is specializing in union busting. Uh, because oh, part part of what's happened through this is that it started as the sexual harassment allegations. Uh, the people who performed the walkout went beyond the sexual allegations and then started talking about unionizing, collective action, etc. And that's sort of what brought us to here. Um, so I'm, I'm going to preface this with I'm not excusing this. Uh, I am fully in support of the people who are out there uh, trying to make their voices heard and improve their working conditions, but uh, internal investigations and arbitration and handling of these matters is very, very common in the corporate world. Uh, I think it gets a little more intention here because, number one, it's a very front-facing industry. Yeah. Uh, number two, it is a very coveted industry to be in. Like, that's part of why they can get away with this stuff so often is because they chew people up and spit them out. And then there's a whole crop of new young people willing to take the same damage. And so this does not surprise me that this is where it's going. Uh, Because, one, none of these companies want unions at all. Because once unions sink their teeth in there, they're there forever. Uh my, my employer <laughs> has similar situations where a lot of their workforce is unionized, and if they had a choice now, they probably wouldn't. Uh, two, that it is also not surprising that they're publicly saying that they're going to fight a lawsuit. Because if they don't fight the lawsuit, it is them tacitly admitting to the charges. And, and so like it, it puts them under legal scrutiny extra by doing that and again i'm gonna bookend this with i am not defending what's happening uh everybody that is protesting and working towards a better working condition is worth getting that extra respect and the right compensation and respect from the workplace uh just just throwing in some practical information about the situation and why it's going down that way oh like the latest thing too there was some report of like, oh God, like six or seven people that were heads of Activision Blizzard, like having a hotel party where they were praising Bill Cosby or something like that. He had a big. There's a big Jesus painting of Bill Christ. Cosby in the in the room. Yeah, and like it's talking explicitly <sighs> about how like they need to get women in their workplace so they can basically have sex with them and stuff. It's just really, really well, soft, disgusting stuff. Well, that's that. That's just it. Like. This is a sign of the immaturity of the video game industry. And yeah. it's not just about the the childishness. It is about the relative newness of the business. Right. The, like y- the know. actual literal immaturity. Right. And, it, it, and, it, and it's interesting. One of the parallels that I see 
in terms of like workforce that is sort of like uh, like a like a force that's had to fight for workplace rights in the way that a lot of the people in the video game industry are right now are those people who are in like movie production and like TV production. Sure. And you look at how much they value the unions that they've created, um, and the value that that has that the unions have allowed them to be able to do that passion work yep. and still not, you know, be working, you know, 130 hours a week, which is, okay, it is mathematically possible, but um, <laughs> not preferable, of course. Yeah, it, it's, it, there is a transition period, I think, right now in the industry from, the old way of things going and then where the future is going to be in it. I think the future is probably unionization and probably uh, trying to make equitable working conditions for everybody, right? Uh, But you're going to see a painful process in that because it is pulling in out old roots that have been there for a long time now, especially in a machine like Activision. Uh, they, They are a game mill and they have a well-oiled machine just through their sports alone that will perpetually keep them going. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're in that middle period. And now we've talked about this a lot longer than I expected or planned to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's big stuff. It's, it's big stuff. It's just we need to do better. The industry needs to be better. That's better. Now, I know. Now, I would like to just, if if possible, I see what the next point is, and I would like to soft pivot, Mm -hmm. because I see it says Pokemon, (laughs) and I just want you guys to know that I love Pokemon Fire Red. There we go. I'm absolutely having a blast. Oh, no, Um, that's in Backlog Blog, sir. We're going to talk about it. Well, I want to talk about it right now. No, we can (laughs) You can move on here. Uh, live action Pokemon show via Netflix. Uh, they have had uh, such animes as uh, Death Note, uh, or uh, did they? Were they the ones who did that uh, Full Metal Alchemist live action? I think Dude, that's so. a great question because I'll or tell that you what. Bleach live action. The FMA was not too bad. I didn't hate yeah. the Bleach one. Uh, have there been any details about what the show is going to center around no this is still pretty early okay because like that's that's the question are they going to do the whole like ash ketchum you know original series stuff again or are they going to do like the detective pikachu kind of thing where it's like in the world of pokemon uh it makes you feel worse that's i'm a little not the original series his hmm? i'm a i'm a little concerned his name is red god damn it Right now, his name is Kudos, so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, no here's here's why I am concerned about live-action Pokemon. Now, I will tell you I, I didn't see um, Detective Pikachu, and I heard that it was really great. It's one of the best, arguably but my f- best video game movie of all time. But, but I feel like the more you sort of exist in the world of live-action Pokemon... Mm-hmm the more that you have to face some of the harder logical questions about 
a world where Pokemon exists. Whereas like in the cartoon of the game, you can be like, are they farming each other? Are Pokemon pets? Do people eat Pokemon? Mm -hmm. Like these questions are like, ha 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 ha, fun, silly questions when you're watching a cartoon or you're playing a video game. But I feel like they might have some more serious implications in a live action. I, I don't know. Well, you, you, should watch, you should watch Detective Pikachu. Yeah, they, saw, they found a way to solve the problem by making it a specific town where they are specifically partners. But, but I, think, I think there's still some existential questions you could pull from that uh, movie. Well, too. they kind of so answer I, that, too, with it being like, oh, that's not cool or whatever, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, boy. it's so. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to tap. My kids have moved on from Pokemon, so like I'm not immersed in the cartoons anymore. The cartoons are fun and cute, you know, and it's something nice to sit with your kids while they watch it. But uh, I think I've aged out of Pokemon finally. Should we? Should we? Here's another pivot. I'm all about the pivots tonight. Um, should we? Can we pivot this podcast to a Ryan Reynolds appreciation podcast? Is that possible? Um, because I really feel like we could just do that. Maybe we should just share our one last thing as a Ryan Reynolds conversation. A oh, wonderful! Let's, I love that. Let's shelf that <laughs> until the end. I'm into that. We'll pick it. We'll pick our favorite uh, two guys, a girl, in a pizza place episode. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> Next piece of news. Uh, PS5 surpasses 10 million in sales, which uh, is a big number, not as big as it like could be due to shortages. Which, be- which begs the question, who owns them? Yeah, that was a good question I, I, uh, I saw in our chat, which was like, how many of them have, are actively being used so you could see how much are going to scalpers? You know, Sony don't care. <laughs> they, they they got their money. <laughs> they they really are taking like the the fast the shoe approach to this stuff this time. I mean, I I know COVID kind of like nudged them that way, but it's the whole like we're going to do a lottery of certain number of people to have a chance to buy this stuff at this specific time, and then better luck next time if you don't get it. I mean, again, I saw, uh, uh, we're going to get to it, but there was an Annapurna uh, showcase, and uh, they had games that were coming out next year, 2022, for PS4. So Yeah, so there's no real rush anyway. Yeah. Uh, next piece of news, Pokemon Snap update gives you new areas and new Pokemon to Snap. So Getty's pretty hyped on that. Yeah. Uh, also going one pano that uh, Final Fantasy uh, one through three pixel remaster available iOS, Android, and Steam. Wake me up when they come to Switch. Hmm, I I might get iOS. I bet that looks nice on a, an iPad. Maybe. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, lastly, uh, oh no, second to last, Max Payne twentieth anniversary. Uh, I want to kind of go back and play those games. I haven't played those in a long time, but that movie with Mark Wahlberg, quite fun. No. <laughs> I, 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 as somebody who never played a single minute of any of the Max Payne games, so I have no horse <clears throat> in that race, I will say that I can't support Mark Wahlberg in almost any professional endeavor of his, just in general. This is me. I'm putting Mark Wahlberg on blast. That's right. Um, I'm making it hot around here. Um, Did you not see the other guys? I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
What's up? Did you not see the other guys? No, I did. It's it's okay. It's not as good as Will Ferrell's movie with Kevin Hart that we w- just watched. Okay, Get Hard. That movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I believe you. I will take a gander, but uh, I will say. Oh, it's better. It is better. The other guys is is up there. The other guys no. is up there. Mark Wahlberg is so off-putting. He's a swan. You got to let him fly. <laughs> He's. <laughs> he does the ballet. He does the whole ballet but dance. I, I I think this is the first time I've seen Hartwood speechless. <laughs> So, Hartwood, while I feel the silence, uh, Max Payne are a series of, like, noir cop dramas where uh, he is a man who lost his wife to, like, a drug cartel gang, and he's basically seeking revenge. But, like, they are very, very pulpy in in their dialogue and stuff. So, I'm going to read off some Max Payne quotes for you here, just for some context here. These are all Max Payne as he's doing, like, his monologues. He was trying to buy more sand for his hourglass. I wasn't selling any. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I knew the appetite of ghosts intimately. They hungered for revenge. Ooh. Okay, now wait. Ooh. Are you telling me? Are you telling me in the movie I could see Mark Wahlberg delivering these lines? Video games. These are video games. Oh yeah, man. yeah. I, oh, I'm not man. sure what the dialogue is in the movie, but I'll rewatch it. I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. Probably <laughs> terrible. I'll let you know. Uh, That's wonderful. I love that. Give me two more. Let's see. The past is a gaping hole. You try to run from it, but the more you run, the deeper, more terrible it grows behind you. Its edges yawning at your heels. That's pretty good. See, oh boy, my only problem is it was with the word gaping is almost never good. But I, I, but it painted a good word picture for me. I think that's your poison brain. It is my poison brain. That's true. (laughs) Here, okay, one more. Yep. Let's see. How about? Let's see. Dead air that Joel will edit out. Yep. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I'm trying to find a really good one. I mean, they're all kind of fun, but uh, that's true. I'll just do this one. The past is a puzzle like a broken mirror. As you piece it together, you cut yourself. Your image keeps shifting, and you change with it. It could destroy you, drive oh. you mad. It could set you free. <laughs> wow. That was a deep one. Wow. Deep cut. Oh, boy. <laughs> I want to. Oh, boy. Wah, okay, wah. Max Payne. See, I'll tell you what, though, I was 14 or 15 and 16 when these games came out. Mm-hmm. That's right in the pocket. Yep. Of, and, where, of where, like, yeah. And, you know, it, it was it was when, like, The Matrix was really popular because they had bullet time in the game, too. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, there's a whole part of the mechanic where it's just, like, a jump button, and it's, like, a, a jumping to the side kind of thing. As you're doing it, it's slow motion, and you're just able to shoot up the guys Double guns. There. Yeah, they had that yeah. a bunch in the movie, too. Yeah, yeah. The, the well, sec- yeah. The first one's tough because they have these sequences where you're having to, like, walk through a nightmare but like you're having to walk these straight lines where you're having a hard time seeing and once you fall off it's like immediate death uh the second one is a little more fleshed out and interesting and then the dialogue is told through the, or these monologues are told through the, like these comic book kind of sequences too so it, Got it. It, it it's i i would like to go back to that one uh, i remember having a lot of fun with it i'd wonder how well it hold up today though Okay, I think that might be worth a revisit. 
right, uh, and then last piece of news, Annapurna had a showcase. Um, the bigger the, there was some news from it. There was Outer Wilds uh, DLC, which looked pretty interesting. But uh, one big one was the the creator of Stanley Parable, as well as the creator of Gone Home, team up to form Ivy Road, a new development studio. And uh, they had a little trailer of just their studio of them, of those two hanging out because they are kind of prolific in the indie space. Uh, but they were having a very like jokey, having some tea, talking about how they want to talk about their current video game, but cannot in a very like, you know, just a little, you know, you know, stick your thumb out at the just at the uh, at the audience. I'm sure you want to know because we're two indie devs who make some crazy games. And then occasionally talking about, oh, yeah, we also got the developer, or not the developer, we got the composer of Minecraft. He's composing the music right now. And they, they point, they like point over to, like, to the right, and the camera pans, and he's sitting there <laughs> like playing a, key, a, a piano to them talking and goes, ah! like, go away, go away, and it goes back to it. That's good. <laughs> That's real good. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all, uh, it was all very cute and, and quirky and fun. So I, that was like a big news for them that uh, Annapurna is they've been they've been working Annapurna being a publisher they're they're working with lots of different developers to come up with uh, their new games uh, and that was one that they said that oh yeah we got Ivy Road we're gonna work with them to whatever their new game is so Annapurna pulling out some more new games that look great as always uh, one of the ones that looked really good Joel is called Stray you uh, mm-hmm. are a cat and. You get lost, separated from your family in what looks to be a cyberpunk world city. And, of course it is. And you have to, like, <laughs> it's very, If I would recommend watching the trailer. It's called Stray. It is, mm-hmm. it's really, really good art art style. You look very realistic as a cat, and you go and interact with people who Let's have, see. like, TVs for heads. And you end up getting a, a robot drone on your back that helps oh, I, you. I... I don't know. Wait a you second. You said I... people with TVs for heads, yep. and that now it has shifted to like a horror space that is making me uncomfortable. I don't know why, but that makes me uncomfortable. Oh, in I... like a good way. <laughs> I remember this game. That this was presented on E3 either a year or two back. Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. It comes out yeah. and it comes out early next year. But uh, I okay. The new footage looks great. That game looks great. Uh, I'm not a cat person, but this may be hyped, so I'll probably play Stray. All right. Uh, freebies. Freebies. Whenever Kevin's on, it goes real long. Kevin and Steve. Kevin and Steve every time. Freebies. Return to the Mysterious Island on Indie Gala. Runner Dot on Steam. Mother Gunship Epic Game Store and Train Sim World 2 Epic Game Store. Runner Dot is a runner, uh, very simplistic art style. Return to the Mysterious Island is an adventure game. I didn't look into Mother Gunship, and I assume Train Sim World is a train simulator. Those train sim, those those simulators in general, get very intense. Do you think that there is a training simulator where you simulate like a tr- like a like a business training video? Like, wh- how fun would it be? This is a real question. In new indie game that has doesn't exist yet. You are their director of a of a box store training video, um, and you have to. And then I don't know. 
Why a box <laughs> store? <laughs> oh, because they're I like corporate, and they have so, all different departments so, or so a department you, store. So, are you thinking about like directing like a sexual harassment video, like the show in the office? Oh, yeah, like ma- yes, yeah, yeah. This is a training okay. video that new employees will be watching. Uh-huh. And yeah, it, sorry, fly exactly <laughs> sexual harassment video. Okay, or or like this is like a work cleanliness video. There's, these are different levels of the game we're talking about. Yeah. Alex, could you get on the phone with the uh, the lawyers to make sure that we, the Super GG Radio uh, on retainer lawyer, so that we can get that uh, trademarked? Yeah, it's, it's a good thing we have a team of developers here to make this game. Joel, cut this part out of the podcast. Yeah. Joel, cut this part out of the podcast. Cut it out. Okay? <laughs> we have an idea. Let's keep moving. Now, you see, Joel, <laughs> a nice birthday cake means nice booty. I mean, I didn't understand that, but why am I being pointed? <laughs> don't, out I don't know. <laughs> Let's take a break. It, but it does—it does seem like you're being targeted here. Sure does. All right, let's take a break. back back with the backlog blog where we play a game so that kevin will submit to more punishment you you, de- yeah, you sign up for it that's that's me now i will say this uh, i'm getting no punishment from this um this is pure just bliss okay so let's let, let's get a little backstory you are a teacher and i am a teacher and in that case you have been getting pokemon information Second yeah, and third o- hand. Yeah, over the years, I've been privy to a lot of Pokemon culture, I think is the best way to put it, especially within the children, like, within the like what kids are actually doing. Um, a lot of Pokemon card trading uh, that I... And so I know all the kinds of drama about trading and then kids are pissed because they get home and they're like shit i didn't want to trade <laughs> this my my glitter my glitter edition uh hologram charizard for a for a a, a ripped up i don't know Raichu. alakazam yeah right she's some shit i don't know <laughs> but but like you know and so because i try to do an excellent job as a teacher or in whatever capacity I'm working with kids, you know, you have to make a personal connection with them in Pokemon very easy. So I've, I've always been able to BS enough about Pokemon. Uh, and even to the point where it's not BS, but I still had never actually dipped my toes into the, into the games. So me getting into fire red here for the first time, uh, has been really lovely. Um, what was your I'm just enjoying what was your starter oh my starter I went with um Charmander easy mode worse very nice um, no. see I heard it was the easy opposite. mode that wait tough starting no now. you're right wait 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 yeah. no I got it confused I got it confused you went with hard mode you went hard mode that's how I do okay. uh, and uh you know I I was given a few early tips about Pokemon to add to my team and where to get them 
Uh, and since then, I've pretty much just been, like, working my way through, like, grinding stuff, like, hitting those gyms, like, getting badges. I have six, I think I have six badges now. Um, I'm, like, pretty far into it. I'm, I'm in Safari Land. Safari Zone. Or I'm in the, I'm in the area that has Safari Zone, uh, so, uh, but I only just started exploring that area, so I'm, I'm sure there's plenty to do, but... You know, surprisingly, for the simplicity of what I thought Pokemon was, it's really not that simple in terms of, like, the mechanics or the... I mean, there's... F even just in, what, Fire Red, there's, like, 150 different Pokemon. Yeah, right. Um, and even if you're counting different evolutions... Um, like it's still like that's like like a shitload of Pokemon, uh, and so for I, I'm calling this professional experience, but really I'm just having a wonderful time. Uh, you know, it's really low stakes, um, and with just like a minimal grinding, you, you it, it, the game's not really a challenge that much anymore, and so it's it's nice to just like sort of be in the space. Um, and of course, using an emulator is great because you can fi like fast forward, um, and so you can really just like that when you're doing that repetitious stuff, um, it really makes it a lot simpler. So now, can you imagine this on like a, a tiny time. screen on a Game Boy, and you're just like walking around like a thousand percent in your backpack? A, th a thousand percent. How much Pokemon can I play before the battery dies? Yeah. Is I is is I assume something that I would naturally end up calculating, um, just like knowing like okay great, we have a, a an eight hour car ride, um, I have a full DS or whatever it was Game Boy Advance battery and that'll get me like four and a half hours. But um, you got to bring the extra double A's. Yeah, if I bring oh. extras. Um, yeah, so, like, I imagine that a, a little Kevin would have been doing all that math okay. um, and uh, just loving it. So, uh, were you guys one of the people who had, like, that whole hookup that had a magnifying screen no. on it so you could... No. I, 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 I had... I might have had that for the original Game Boy. Same. Like, the original... <laughs> like, like, that might have been something that my mom was like, well, what if... Well, Bob... What if I want to play it? Uh, and then she's like, look at this cool... Th I, don't, I don't know. My mm. parents don't... I wasn't a Nintendo guy. Games. I actually had a Game Gear. So We had a Game mm. Gear also. I actually only got... Those are the only two. I only got a Game... Like, so my history was that I, I, I found uh, a Nintendo Power where they were talking about what all the rage was in Japan. So I emulated it in Japanese and beat it in Japanese. And then when it came, I bought a Game Boy just to play it. And then I didn't awesome. play any other games on my Game Boy. It was a Pokemon Man, machine. That's wild. But I never, I never had any of the fancy Game Boys. Even a bit, even a Game Boy Color. It was I had that old brick. No, I didn't have that. That was literally the size of of, of a clay brick. Um, and beyond that, in the Game Gear, there were no handhelds until until we got our Switch. Yeah, my uh, my cousins had a Nomad. I was always very jealous of them for that, being able to put, just play Sonic Two on a handheld for those glorious two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right, so, that's so um, funny. now, how many have you gotten so far? How many Pokemon? 
I think I have like 60 Pokemon. Okay. Are you planning to yeah, go so, for so a full 150? No, oh, no, no, my God, no, no, absolutely not. Okay. My God, no. I, I, I got a, I got 152 back in the day. Is that how? Is that exactly how many there are? Well, there was Mew that only came from uh, specific Japan-only events. That of course, like someone found a way to hack into a Game Boy and then trade it to all their friends off the internet. So I had that, which is a Mew. And then if you trade uh, something, I can't remember the lore all the way back in the day, uh, you would get a glitched one that just looked like a glitch, uh, like a bunch of sprites melded together into some monstrosity, and it was called Missing No, which is Missing Number. And yeah, it was probably just like an unlisted Pokemon oh my God. slot or something. <laughs> so I had a Missing No. And a Masingno. That was the name that we gave it as kids on the playground. I, oh, we all got a Masingno, and we got a Mew. I got them all. You know, what does it do? Nothing. My game shuts down when I try to use no, it. No, it worked. It just looked like trash, and with the sound bite for it was like three Pokemon mixed with one, so it would like make it like. You know. Okay. Well, great. You mentioned playing a game in Japanese. Yeah. Um. I've done that with and two games. I was gonna. I was gonna be like. How could you possibly, like, blah, blah, blah? I'll tell you what. I had a Dragon Ball, like, RP, like a ca- Dragon Ball card battle game mm-hmm. Um, that was not in ink. There was no ink. I didn't know what was happening. Um, and I just sort of, like, kind of learned how to play it just oh based on, like, trial and error yeah. and, like, pictures. I um, remember that that i emulated that yes. a lifetime ago it is like yeah. this very like you can fly around the world and yes. stuff and, yes. and the battles were just like yes yes yeah, that game was yes wild. <laughs> same fucking page my dude i tried to find like an english version of that forever and ever and i you know i, I just couldn't um well, wow. I'm glad you're enjoying it, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Or you think you're going to go into other uh, permutations, Pokemon two, three, four? Yeah, absolutely. And if not, if not, you know, because like I, I I'm going to be graduating. I start student teaching in a couple weeks, and I don't know what my schedule is going to look like. So like, I feel like at any moment I might just be like, I can't stream anymore on Fridays, you guys. Like I'm too like so so heads up that could happen at any moment. <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> um, no, but um. Uh, yeah, even if it's just privately, I, I plan on sort of playing these, um, like front to back, um, getting all getting all those badges. So what what is after Fire Red? Not that I'm ready for it, but is it black and white or no? It's a uh, silver and gold, isn't it? Silver gold, cool, 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 cool. This is one of those series that I don't know you need to play all of them, okay? Because I I think if you ask like our friend Alex Ramos, like do you, there are decidedly some good and bad series of Pokemon uh, of games. I, I like. I don't think any of them are truly bad, but like, sure, some of them are considered the, like the top tier. The Fire Red's a good introduction because it is just a remake of Red. It's right. Like you get the same gameplay, but a little bit cleaner and nicer looking graphics and all that. Uh, technically, it was yellow after uh, Red and Blue, but it was just like the same game except you started with Pikachu. <laughs> Yeah. Um, instead, no. But. Yeah. So there was gold, gold and silver, and then I kind of, yeah. I kind of forget how the series goes from there. Like sapphire and ruby and black and white, uh, black and white, some, some X moon, and Y, moon and 
before that was Moon and Sun and Moon. Why do they do sun that? Just to get people to buy more games? Yes, because are, mo- are, are most are most kids buying both versions? It's more about the fact that you have it encourages trade because there are like five to ten Pokemon that are specific to that version. So, so have you been able to trade with other people playing Pokemon since the beginning? Yes, you had to get a yes. link cable. So like, that was like the big hook is that you and your friend would get the different games. One would get red, one would get blue. You would buy a link cable, and then you would trade the Pokemon back and forth, the ones that you can't get from your copy. Man. Because uh, you had to do that to get all three starter Pokemon, too. You'd have to like start over, start over, start over, and then trade them off. Oh, and then on top yeah. of that, Man. and on top of that, you also got to think that there are Pokemon that only evolve via trade. That's like that's yeah. like uh, Alakazam. Yeah, I know that. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of them. And so you, it was encouraging you to have two, like have friends that got different versions, trade on the playground, Bing Bang Boom. Got it. I, you know, that's where you said like, oh, the Pokemon trade, like people would trade their cards back then. It was like, oh man, he like. He, he traded me as a, a bad side duck. What a jerk. Are there... I I haven't encountered a side duck yet. I don't know if they're in my version. But uh, are there good... Are, are side duck good or bad? What's the general consensus? They're okay. Yeah, they're okay. okay. Cool. Like he, he was always played off as a joke in the, the cartoon. You know, he's yeah. just like the bumbling idiot. But uh, yeah, our, our big thing yeah. was... Uh, you would start the trade, and then you would unplug the link table, and then sometimes it would transfer it and also keep it on the original <laughs> game. <laughs> so you're trying that over and over again. Uh-huh. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. So that was Pokemon in the glory days, and I'm glad you're living them now. Okay, now, I Joel, I know that you are on pins and needles to hear about Frog Fractions 4. I, I kind of actually am. Okay. You've kind of, you kind of hyped this up <laughs> where oh. I'm really curious right, about I gotta get, I gotta get where this leads. Right. Are you ready, Joel? Are you ready for the breakdown? I am on the edge of my seat. Spoilers I'm for anybody so wanting upset. to know about Frog Fractions 4. So, you have to buy the 5 or $10 D- hat DLC. And oh, yes. it puts a Rastafarian hat on the frog's head. Of course. But it explains why. The reason why is because... As it turns out, Frog Fractions 1 actually happened in, in this world. In he, the real world. He flew off into space with his turtle dragon friend, got busted on a, on a bug planet, had to go to bug court, then end up going into space, saving the bug planet, becoming president, and that's how Frog Fractions 1 ends. Frog Fractions 4 comes in. He's wearing the hat because he's trying to stay relevant, and he is in a stage play of the events of his life. And he has the hat to kind of be cool because he's getting older. Mm-hmm. And you get heckled by a heckler, and you get so mad that they pull you off stage, and the manager says, hey, man, maybe you need to take a break. You're kind of, you're kind of getting, getting a little heated there. And you... He goes, we'll get, you, we'll get your understudy. Your understudy will take over. And he goes, you don't even know the lines. He doesn't know the lines. But he's like, you need to break. Take, go take a vacation because you're, you know, you're getting a little testy. And then you have to go home to your wife and child. And it kind of is the frog living his glory days while trying to you know, spend time with his daughter and tell him how cool he is. But she has no interest in him. 
<laughs> and then along the way, also your uh, your partner wife is a cat who is an archaeologist. And 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 frightening. Yeah. A l- frightening. Yeah. Joel. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. the frog was impeached, but he still has a secret uh, security guard that that lives with him. And uh, you have to try to like yeah relive the glory days while trying to impress your daughter who doesn't care. And throughout, you're getting interstitials of your wife is at a burial site because she's an archaeologist. And then oh, turns out we found this tomb. And then like ten, five ten minutes go by, and then you get another phone call. And she goes, "Hey, turns out we woke the god. That was weird." And then, like, five, ten minutes. And so it's a progressive story of her adventure. Mm. Like, oh, I somehow became the new god. I now have uh, uh, universe-bending powers. So that's cool. And then, like, he's like, okay, that's weird. And, she, and then, like, ten minutes later, she goes, turns out I can't leave. Being the god means I actually have to, I have to be here forever. And he's like, that's not good. And she goes, yeah, but I'm trying to work, on, work with the HR to see if I can get, like, a flexible hour. You know, so I can... <laughs> like, it just kind of... It was very funny. Very funny. And, uh... Uh, your daughter's named October, and uh, you uncover a plot that they are trying to clone. They they have though no, they have successfully cloned the frog to like use for marketing and television and all this stuff to kind of make it like almost like a robot to relive that event over and over again in movies and plays and whatever. And you kind of put a stop to it, on on like not necessarily on purpose like it's kind of just happenstance you just stumble into a plot where they're trying to kill you because they want to kill the original to get to let the clones take over mm-hmm. and uh th- yeah that's 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 why it's kind of neat that they do wrap it up because they give you a full breakdown of the character now past the adventure phase and now going into the after what happens next and uh and of course as it being a frog fractions game it is filled with mini games you returning home is a is like a shooter platformer you being at home is an adventure Mm -hmm. game where you can open you know drawers and examine drawers and use an item on another item to combine them and and to escape and all that stuff and then like you go to a museum with your daughter to impress her and the museum is just the frog fractions museum where it's like here's all the sound bites that they had and you got to press the buttons to show her and she doesn't care (laughs) <laughs> just stuff like that where they they purposely like are showing you relics of the first game because it's like oh mm-hmm. this was his glory days and it ends with like a, a turn-based rpg battle where you have to attack your own members to piss them off enough to you get that you get the heckler in your party and you have to attack him mm-hmm. enough to heckle you enough that all the clone frogs also get pissed and lose their shit i i hope when i reach the age of my kids not giving a shit about me it can be in the form of an rpg battle there we go and then um it ends with you playing essentially um uh steam world dig but like going Mm -hmm. like going downward to find and help and save your wife and you have to find vhs tapes which the vhs tapes are just tony hawk skateboarding clips like the Tony Hawk VHS <laughs> tapes that they play after, like uh, you know, you unlock a hero or something. It it really felt it really felt because I was there the moment that uh, Alex got the first tape, and so he got it, and then uh, just a and like a like a like a dot real 
video, mm-hmm. you know, style, like just popped up, Grainy and I'm like, shit. what the, f- I'm like, what the fuck, I'm like, this is amazing, <laughs> and then you know, like it's you, so like you love skateboarding, so the fact that there was just this, uh, that was a yeah. Yeah, and of course, and also on top of that, they also have the little touches here and there that are that are very funny. You get a surfboard in the Steam World uh, Steam World Dig game where you're like digging mm-hmm. downward, and whenever you get the surfboard, it'll say kickflip, 180, stalefish, and it's like just starts naming tricks, but you're not doing anything; you're just moving around. Right. So they add that stuff in there, and uh, I think that it successfully ma- like turned that whatever character in a wacky game into a character character where he, he had a little bit of depth and you had they made they made these conversation choices that were pretty funny that you can go back and forth and you know have it, the reactions didn't really matter mm-hmm. it just gave you agency that was funny yeah but yeah. like the daughter the daughter's like this other this other styled frog who's just like constantly on her phone yeah just like, just like she's, she's like not paying attention. So she's like, da, 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 da. like it's like it's really, you know how it is. There, there's all those little bits, like you said, just make it very, and and it's interesting, Alex. You mentioned this uh, at some point that like the se- the third one was like the third frog fractions was like what is what is happening it, it was it, it it was basically a big mess they're all big fun messes <laughs> yeah okay but this fourth one brought me back to like when i played the first one you know what i mean so that i i really is that is I fraud like, yeah. fractions for the metal gear solid for a fraud fractions that's that's kind yeah. of what i'm yes. saying is that it really like <laughs> It, yes, one one it is contextualized. Stellar. It contextualized two, the first two one. Two and three are two and three are fucking bullshit. Yeah, and then four is <laughs> just all fan. God, you're right. And then five will be tons of fun to play. Will make no fucking sense at all again. Yeah, uh, it, it is a is a good example of how much just character development and a story conceit can go towards making a cohesive game right because it sounds like the mini game stuff isn't that far off from what the other ones were but the fact that it had characters and story and some semblance of depth helped it be more memorable in some ways yeah and that that's why it was it was it's more shocking that you're playing the game you you know it starts off normal frog fractions and you're playing the game as you would and all of a sudden you start seeing comments and you see your character kind of get like you see the little like jet, you know anime frustration sign on his forehead, mm. and it's like, wait, what? Okay, just keep playing the game. And you hear another comment from the side, and you're like, you see him get frustrated, and be like, look over, and just kind of stutter for a second, <laughs> and then they just like he just stops and goes, you know, this isn't easy, right? Like, you know, <laughs> just like an actor, just like kind of pissed at a heckler, and it was very, mm. I, and that's what I'm saying is that I'm playing it, wondering where the twist is, and then all of a sudden that happens, and it just pulls out and it's a full stage pre- presentation and he's like I'm like oh oh that's yeah, not that's not how I saw this going at all <laughs> so I, I felt like uh, I am very happy with the journey I was very surprised I was pleasantly surprised in the end by where it took me and I, I'm very happy same same and 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 so pleased in fact that it almost doesn't feel like it should count as my prize for punishment for you. You enjoyed it. 
I'm not playing Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, like we're having we're having too good of a time. So like <laughs> I, I'm gonna need you to. I, I might have to pick another punishment game. I'm not playing Echo the and Dolphin. It, oh, I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna. You're right. You're right. I have right. never played. You're that gonna have before. to read about Echo the Dolphin. I've ready. I've, so that you I've can, ready. So that you can play. So that you can play the longer and more difficult Echo the Dolphin Two: The Tides of Time. I'll give you a hint. You go back in time. You do that in the in the first one. I'll give you a better hint. You go way back in time. I'll play Sonic Adventure one and two. How about that? That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. In fact, in fact, you just you handed me the rope that I'm gonna that I'm gonna hang. You know what? No, I don't like that no, at all. No, no. Ma- you made him you, play Sonic. No, you where, plugged in the, the one switch where that I'm going to use to shock you to... No, no, no. You have loaded the pistol that I'll be using nope. to shoot no, you no, in Chicago, the shoulder. Chicago. In oh, the shoulder. Okay, good. What about if I play that... that <laughs> the so, left shoulder. That Sonic 360 game. That was awful. None of... The you are not pivoting from Echo to Sonic. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Play Shining Force. Oh, that's no. right. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's punishment. Mm. Yeah, that's punishment for sure. Yes. Like, I, I liked that genre. Oh. It was tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I might. I. Oh, boy. Okay, I have let's played move on. three we'll games. I am moving forward. <laughs> moving into our one last thing. One last thing. We'll give one last sentence, one last statement. Sending us into the weekend. New the listener. New the weekday. Since we previously brought it up. My favorite Ryan Reynolds movie. Well, it's not my favorite, but I like Buried. Buried. It's 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 him in a coffin. And his whole scenes are just him in a coffin because he's been buried. No. And he's trying to figure out who that, his killer yeah. is. Got, he, he's not trying to figure out how to get out. Well, he's he's trying to figure out how to That's escape. That's what you and should why, be. Ryan Reynolds, you should be figuring out how to get out. Well, yeah, he's trying to figure okay. out how to get out. He is, he is. And it, but, First get out, then find your killer. But he's, okay. he's talking on the phone <laughs> to like the police, and then the killer will call him, and it's like a whole thing. But it, the, all his scenes are literally here. Like here. It's very good. Ugh. Ugh. Pass. Joel? Pass, Ryan Reynolds. Joel? So I... I'm going to be the guy who chooses to. Uh, Van Wilder is the first thing I saw him in. Of course. And uh, I still have a fond spot in my heart for that movie. <laughs> it's still, it, it is very, like, old uh, college, you know, well, it's it's uh, National Lampoon. So it's it's in that vein. But, like, he, it, it is very crass and dumb and stupid but it's it's still a fun watch and back in the day you could find it on comedy central like any hour of the day too. yeah but and him uh, riding around campus in that golf cart it's just like come on yeah, it's very funny. It's great did, did you guys ever have uh the dvd of that say that again did you ever have the dvd of that no movie okay oh i, I have um, i have a friend who had it and i'm pretty sure if i remember right the the DVD menu is just like a, na- a topless woman like bouncing around. <laughs> a lot, a lot, especially at the time that Van Wilder came out. Mm-hmm. A lot, there was a lot of creativity <laughs> vis-a-vis DVD menu humor. Yes. Um, and and so that I, I probably like beer fest. Also yeah. had like some titty, some titty menu. <laughs> also like the yeah, 
that yeah. does not surprise me at all. Yeah. There was uh, also yeah, like um I think was it Fight Club where it it was like it had a Sandra Bullock movie menu. Mm-hmm. Instead of like that one. A shot real quick, shout out to Randall Park. The Asian Ryan Reynolds. Okay, Howard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh my wife and I actually I, I'm Oh yeah, you guys might be one. an odd this might be an oddball one, but uh, the proposal. Okay. Is actually fr- from a uh, a comedy romance movie. It's it's still kind of there the formulate stuff. Ryan Reynolds is actually kind of a passive part of the humor with it, which is not normal for him. But there's always this one scene that catches me where like uh, she is out in their yard and uh, she has the uh, like a dog that she is running around with it and. Like a hawk's trying to come in and swoop and grab the damn dog. And so, like, they're talking inside and talking about, oh, she already loves this dog and everything. They just see her, like, running around, shaking the dog around. And <laughs> it's funnier watching it than it is me describing it. But I'm with you, though. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm with you. I'm into it. Um, okay, so one last thing. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Now, of course, I was going to say. Um, wait, should we do? Sorry, this is Kevin Hartwig interrupting Super GG Radio again for Hollywood ASMR. Uh, we should no, no, I'm not gonna. Um, so I, I'm gonna say the movie Waiting, um, which he plays a, a like a total fucking scumbag, um, <laughs> fantastic, huge douchebag, um, which like that movie is like pretty gross. Yes, like yeah. we 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 like at the time it was like haha this is this is very very funny and like it was still funny revisiting it um but as like a 32 year old or whatever last time I watched it like just a couple years ago I remember being like this is very gross oh, okay and so like, so waiting is like clerks is like somebody in high school doing something waiting is middle schoolers seeing those high schoolers do something and being like yeah we can do it too but we'll make yeah. it cooler and edgier and yeah and and andy milnakis is gonna be there <laughs> and he's gonna be doing whippets and that's basically his role in the movie and he's gonna have braids and then they did it and we and you know um but yeah so besides his little spot in harold and kumar which by the way fantastic movie yeah for his like 30 um, second spot my 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 wife swears that harold and kumar go to white castle is not a good movie and i i respectfully disrespect her opinion it's fine i rem- it's okay i remember us watching that movie in college and then proceeding to drive to the nearest White Castle. Yeah. Yep. Makes it seem fucking delicious. That's <laughs> that's my memory of that movie. Uh, well, thanks, Kev, for filling in this week. Anytime. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter, at Super GG Radio, and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where I am now free of Frog Fraction, so i got to figure out what I want to stream next for Sundays. Might be some shining force. Might be some death store. Shining force. Uh, also, I was thinking about going into uh, Yakuza or maybe something a little bit more in depth, like a Demon Souls. We will see. Uh, we got Metroidvania Mondays. 
2D Tuesdays. Nothing on Wednesdays. Podcast recording on Thursday, except for this week because Alex out. Pokemon Fridays. Uh, I don't know what Joel's going. Skylanders Saturdays. Sky- Skylanders. We're back in business. I just uh, we we need to play a little catch up right before Saturday here because we need to get back to where we are in the save point. But uh, yeah, we're ready. Couldn't get that save to transfer, huh? No. Sorry. It's it's dead, Alex. Okay, it's dead. Skylander Saturday, and then back to Sunday. Uh, also looking to make some beta breakdowns on the upcoming next couple days, so be prepared for that. Watch out for our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. If you'd like to reach us with questions, questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide a review on iTunes or the Ryan Reynolds film of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG, Joel. Good game. GG, Kevin. GG, everybody. Good night. I don't know what he wrote here. Let's cruise into the break to discuss family-friendly locals. I I didn't write that. I know, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> do you know? Do you guys know what that means? Uh, maybe it uh uh has to do with Fast and the Furious. I see family now, and I just <laughs> assume somebody's making a Fast and Furious reference. I can't help it. Did you watch those movies, Wick? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we finally did this last year. Um, I don't think we watched Tokyo Drift, but we got, we got the, the gist of it. You should play, you should watch Tokyo Drift. That's my favorite one. Yeah, I think I've heard you mention that before, but. It's a, it's a, no, that's the thing is that the fan base will say it's either the best one or the worst one. That, So it's, it's actually just about, like, it's a very, (laughs) no one will be like, eh, they'll say best one. Or worst one, because I've I've shown it to uh, several people, and then it, it it always is that is the best movie ever, or that is like that is the worst thing they've ever put out. <laughs> Which is like I don't know, it all depends. Like, and I've I've seen tons of tier rankings, and it's well, Tokyo and group. that's interesting because like 
the other ones they're okay they're good they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're all pretty ridiculous I, I'm not in love with basically anybody that's in those movies. Oh, man. I'm in love with everybody like, in those movies. Like, I like I like Ludacris is cool. You know no, what I mean? Tyrese like, I'm a, is cool. I'm a Ludacris um, The Rock is cool. Shell Rodriguez yeah, is cool. Yeah, but The Rock is hardly Jason, in them anymore. N- uh, Jason Statham like, is cool. I guess he was in, like, three of them. Uh, Kurt Russell is cool. Jesus, Kurt Russell. I forgot. Idris Elba was cool. Uh, Which one was he? he in? Was in, he's actually in the spinoff. It wasn't very good. Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs or whatever Shaw. it was. The yeah, only, the only, there's only the, one bad one, honestly, and the bad one is four, and it's boring. Isn't The Rock not in the movies anymore because of some weird beef between him and Vin That's Diesel? That's what I read. It's uh, so. <laughs> That's what I read. What it comes down to is that, first off, all of their contracts, because they want to be badasses, have it written in that they can't lose a fight. See that that itself is kind of a bitch move. <laughs> it's so stupid. It is very stupid. But so <laughs> if fights either have to come to a standstill, or that someone has to get away. This is this is now. If it's a star, um, can, this is now Kevin Hartwick taking over. Super we're not listening. We're not with, live. We're not going to record with, this. We're going to edit this out anyway. With, so with Holly, Hollywood ASMR, um, The Rock is really. I think his best work personally is with Sean William Scott. Um, oh fuck and, you. Uh, oh, <laughs> What's that fucking movie? You can't even remember the rundown. Oh my god, shh. The rundown. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> Anyway, it's so, so Joel. He's like, and, and when? No, shh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. And Christopher Walken is a fantastic villain in that movie. Oh, and this has been Kevin Harwick um, with your ASMR Hollywood break. Thank you. You better put that in the fucking episode. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right, go. All right, so anyway. And then on top of that, they wanted to do a spinoff. The Rock was all for it. Vin Diesel says that waters down the brand. And they got into a trip about it. <laughs> there's, there's 11 <laughs> fucking movies. The brand has been watered down. There is not. There is nine. Soon to be, t- no, soon to be nine. And Hobbs and Shaw. Which makes 10. And they didn't need that because oh, it watered down the ten. brand. Watered down the brand. Wait, 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 wait. There's one through eight. But isn't there also Fast and Furious? That's that's four. Or is that? That's four. Oh, that's, oh, that's so stupid. There's Fast Five. And there's... Uh, I, wish I, had a, I wish I had a pillow to scream into right they're now. They're excellent. They're excellent films. Like, a, like, a, like a therapy pillow. Anyone I've shown will completely agree. Once you watch them all in a row. Gotta watch them all. I did You didn't do watch that. two. Han is the, or three. I, you didn't watch three. Han is the best character. You didn't watch three. It's it's the linchpin of this. Han series. is the best because character. Because Han without there needs to be justice for Han. What do you, you know mean what? you hate? What do you mean you hate Metal Gear Solid, Kevin? You played all six games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna watch Dawn in sixty seconds now. Yeah, that's that's my. <laughs> it's a better. Movie. It is not. It is absolutely not. I've watched it recently. It absolutely, it's not. It's not. Nick Cage, Nick Cage is excellent. Is a not more as entertaining actor <laughs> no, than any person in a Fast and Furious movie. Purely false. Purely false. <laughs> Stop. Are you guys ready? Oh. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Ready. Hold on. What is my favorite Ryan Reynolds movie? I think it's that one where he's buried. What was that called? That's a joke. The movie's called Buried. Where?
<laughs> I was I was gonna say that as a joke, but uh, I was like, I've never oh, seen that one. I've seen. I'm pretty sure it's it's him and buried. Uh, let me check. I just want to double check for the one last thing. Uh, man, he's done a lot of stuff, and like, I'm only back in 2016. It's like a bunch of entries. I didn't see a million. R.I.P.D. was kind of stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I can't can't say I've seen that one. That was him and buried. Okay, got it. Oh lord, I forgot he was in one of the Blade movies, wasn't he? Yes, uh, he was in Throw It. On, what? He was in Throw It on the Ground, the Lonely Island music video. He was one of the guys tasing Andy Samberg in the butthole. That makes sense. Uh, he was in Paperman. Paperman was pretty okay. <laughs> I forgot that he was who he was in Adventureland. I don't remember that one. I'm in that. Yeah, Paperman was depressing. Remember Just Friends, where he had the fat suit? No, Jeez. I missed that one. <laughs> no. And he was the male nurse in uh, Harold and Kumar, where the guy's like, We uh, need weed! That, quick! That. And he goes, But why, though? Sex. Sex. Chocolatey lips. lips. Chocolate lips. <laughs> he, he, he dabs. Yeah. Kumar's lips. <laughs> He's like, your lips are sweaty. Oh, it's very sexual, Joel. You are reading that <laughs> yeah, correctly. It's very sexual. You don't remember that? Ryan Reynolds pulls out. He pulls. It's fu- It's what I was gonna say for for one last thing was his his brief ninety second cameo in Harold and Kumar, um, where like he pulls his face mask down and just like. And he goes, chocolate. Dabs and he goes, Kumar's and he goes, chocolatey lips. He does it. <laughs> Dude, sexy. But then, like, when they're about to do surgery, he goes, we weed. And he goes, what? but why, though? To sedate him. But it's, it was just funny. That's, like, the one thing, like, that's his other line. Yeah. His other line is, but why, though? Yeah, I, I've definitely seen that in diff form. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the movie, though. Okay. Oh, my God. It's such a good movie. Are you guys ready? 